Welcome to Talent Takeover Unfiltered. When it comes to working hard and keeping it real, we know our shit. Self-care, happiness, inner peace, and time. I'm Brianna Rooney, and this is Taylor Bradley. Hey, y'all. And we have thrived in chaos and turned it into an art form. So, Taylor, what are we doing here today? We're here to give you a raw, under-the-hood view of all things recruiting and finally give credit where credit is due to a long, underrated industry that's full of, quote-unquote, experts. All right. Well, then let's take this show to the road. Hello. Welcome to another amazing episode of Talent Takeover on Filtern. Taylor, how are you doing? Doing well this morning. How are you? Good. So we might just roll longer on this one because it's how to deal with negative people in the workplace. Get ready. We're going to dive right into part two. I'm bored. Like there's so many different like things that happened, especially in recruiting, especially in business sure. development. So like, like we're, I mean, we've gone through that. We're still kind of going through that. It's yeah. like, hey, I'm still here. I'm still really great at recruiting. Don't forget about all this stuff. You know, yeah. like think about we, you know, we help people start their own agency. And I think what people don't, and I know it's not this episode, but people don't realize is how difficult it is to go from not anyone knowing who you are to someone actually getting back on on business development. It takes thousands of messages. And it's like, it does. you can't get negative because what gets negative is everything shuts down up here and it just yeah. doesn't work properly. So yeah, actually, I might say that negativity is probably the worst trait you could have in the workplace. I would say so too. Because if you think about anybody that you have worked with throughout your career, anybody I've worked with throughout my career, and I'm just sitting here pondering that. And I'm like, I, as long as somebody has a great attitude, like they may not have the skills, but you can work with anybody that has a great attitude. And then what you and I talk about all the time on the podcast internally, people want to work with people they like, whether that's internally or that's clients, people want to work with people they like. And if you have a great personality, you're magnetic, you're energetic, you may not have the skills yet. You may not know what the fuck you're doing yet. But I think at the end of the day, if you have a great personality and a positive attitude, you can do whatever and people are going to want to work with you and you can learn whatever. It's, it's part of having like that positive mentality of like, hey, I may not know what I'm doing, but I will learn it. I'll get it. I will get this client. I'm going to send out a thousand biz dev messages and I may have gotten crickets, but I will get one. And I mean, a lot of that is like, you've got to be mentally strong too. You know, we we talk about that all the time, but you've got to be able to pull yourself out of those funks and and not rely on conversations with everybody else internally to pull you out of it. You know what I mean? Yes. I think, again, yeah, here or there, yeah. it's okay. But you can't be like, that can't be your coping mechanism is to call a bunch of people with your negativity and try to rely on them to pull you out of your funk all the time. Like, yeah, because it's not their be. job. It's it's at the end of the day, it's your job. And you can have coaches and mentors and leaders. I mean, trust me, I love my Wednesdays, you know, with my exec coach, Cheryl. Yeah, Cheryl. But, you know, it's like, but I, it's not her job to pick me up from the ashes and bring me up. It's her job is to kind of listen and steer me and be like, well, I hear it this or you could do that or, you know. Um, yeah. Yeah. And for what but, you've told me, like, and even with in my sessions that I had with her, she's only going to listen and she's she is being paid to listen, but she's only going to listen to negativity for so long. She's not like she'll let you have a moment. Yeah, she will. But she's like, OK, what's what's the solution? So I think, you know, that's what. Like, that's what actually being supportive is, is like, okay, I was, and that's an, going, thinking back on that, that person I mentioned, I didn't, I just let them vent. I didn't ever like cut it off in, you know, conversation three, we're on like conversation 303. And I'm like, fuck, it's sucking the life out of me, you know? And I was just like, I should have cut it off and said, okay, we've, we vented about this. 
you know, for six hours of the course of six calls, what are you going to do about it now? Like, what is the solution now? I should have cut that off and been like, what's the solution very much earlier on. But I just let I just use let them use me as a sounding board, even to my own detriment. And I was like, okay, never again, because never in my career have I done it to that extent. Like I've always been a sounding board to anybody that's worked with me or even employees. I've always like prided myself on I want them to feel comfortable and that they can come talk to me. Um, but I I let that one go on way too long. So that was like a, a good learning moment for me. And it was affecting every single aspect of my life, not even just work. It was like the mood I was wow. in at home. Yeah, it was just like it was getting me in a negative space. But I like a light bulb moment went off and I was like, no, no more. I'm not doing this anymore. And I felt I owed it to that person to have that conversation. So I think, you know, uh, addressing the issues directly, I think are really, really important. And we talk about that a lot. Like it's a conversation. It's not a confrontation. And yeah, I like to believe and I, I don't know how true this is. I don't have any stats on this. This is just my own personal belief that I like to believe and operate that if you tell people the truth, but you do it in a tactful way, they can handle it. You know, like I feel like we don't give people enough credit that they can handle being told the truth. Um, if we think about it from a candidate perspective, you know, when a candidate gets really shitty feedback from an interview and what do we hear all the time on LinkedIn posts and all this stuff with candidates ranting, understandably so, that a recruiter will just not get back to them. Say they're in their fourth round of interview and a recruiter won't get back to them. They obviously know that they didn't advance forward, but there'll be some like really awful feedback that the recruiter heard. And it's like, I, I don't understand why we don't share that with people like you owe it to these people. In my opinion, if you have feedback, if you have if you could be tactful and respectful with your feedback to somebody, I think we don't give people enough credit that they can handle the truth. Yeah, we just talked about that in a webinar the other day with Cubby, which, by the way, if you guys haven't used Get Cubby, please do that. It's a total game changer. Best recruiting tool ever. Uh, but yeah, we were talking about I don't know, Taylor's laughing, but like when I like something, I like something. No, uh, it is good. But uh, the feedback, and I, I was addressing like a couple of different things. It's like, if feedback can help them, why wouldn't you help them and strengthen? Like, we're supposed to embrace failure, right? In the, yeah. and failure is the fastest way to learn. But we can't learn if we don't know where we failed. So yeah. 100%, yeah. 100%. And I know like the bigger companies, the things of the world, like they really like are, you know, prim and proper. No, thank you. I'm here. Sorry. Not a fit at this time. Sorry. We went with someone else. Yeah. But there's got to be something. So like, I think uh, what we were getting to in that webinar was like, look, as a candidate, ask. And ask in a way that makes it safe for the other person to tell you as well. Like maybe they don't want to pay for trail of giving you feedback. That's okay. Say, hey, you know what? If you could just give me like five minutes of your time, anything that will help me in my next interview, I really appreciate it. Like just yeah. put it out there. And maybe they'll mm -hmm. still say no because that's their policy, but maybe they won't. And maybe it will help you. But yeah. Yeah. And I think you're so right because that automatically, if you ask for it, it, it's like, you can't get defensive. Nobody expects, like if someone asked me for direct feedback, I wouldn't expect that if I give them that direct feedback, then they're immediately going to get defensive. Typically people get defensive if they're like caught off guard with it or, totally. you know, like, and I think it's a lack of emotional maturity. You know, if you can't handle constructive criticism and I've gotten a, a shit ton of it throughout my career, throughout my personal life, like I've, I've, I know it's not easy to hear all the time. I'm never going to go on record and say that it's easy to hear because I feel like you're you're not human if, you know, mm -hmm. you people can tell you negative things about yourself and you're just like, oh, fuck it. I don't care. Like everybody, you know, you're human. It, it affects you to some degree. Now, what extent it can vary person to person, but I definitely think that, you know, you have to show up in a way that's like you're ready to receive it. It doesn't mean it's easy to hear. 
that it can make you emotion. It's okay to get emotional. It's okay to get like, we have whatever reaction that you're going to have as long as it's not defensive. Like, okay, that was really hard for me to hear, but thank you for sharing it with me. Let me think about it. Like, let me stew on all of this. It's, it's, I promise it's going to make you better. You know, like getting that constructive criticism is just going to make you a better human being, a better employee, everything. I like to live by the rule of don't ask a question you don't really want to know the answer to. And I was like, don't ask. Don't ask if you don't want to know. Don't ask if you can't handle. Um, Or, you know, another thing, we'll get back to the subject, is it's like, hey, if if someone does give you feedback where you're like going to lose your shit, still try the hardest to smile because you can't really, like, it's almost impossible to get mad when you're smiling. It's just a trigger to your brain. So like what I would do is just be like, okay, thank you very much. And I'll get out of there so fucking fast and go scream my car, go for a run, go whatever. But it's like, you don't need to lose your shit in front of people. This is still work. And even if it's not work, like it doesn't matter. Like you just like go do that on your own time, you know? Yeah. Go get it out. Well, I have a great story for you that I actually haven't told you yet. And we'll, we could get into specifics like more offline. But I had, um, and Jess, our producer actually knows about this. I had somebody tell me this week, um, about a document that I created. Um, and I had somebody tell me that this looks like it was made for somebody that, and I actually wrote it down, um, that is visually impaired or a child. Someone told me that with regards to a document that I made that was like a Canva doc, like a uh-huh. uh, a one pager. Yeah, they told me that it looked like it was made for somebody. Keep in mind, we're on video and I've got my glasses on. So, uh-huh. and the fact that they said like, this looks like it was made for somebody that is visually impaired or a child. And I was like, what did you and I go like, so I was like, so exactly what I did. I was like, I go like, like I was shocked. I exactly how I act when I get embarrassed for somebody Uh else was exactly, it's the same way that I act when I get embarrassed for myself. I was like, like, holy shit. Like, did you just say that kind of thing? Like, I could not believe that this CEO said this. So I was like, okay. And I did this. I was like, wow. Okay. All right. And I, I, I just handled it. I smiled exactly like what you're saying. I smiled and I was like, fuming inside because I was like how awful disrespectful discriminatory like there's a million things that that was but I was like okay I just wouldn't want to work with that person we ended the conversation and that was it but as far as like I mean I've had some really awful shit happen in the workplace so far beyond that but as far as things that were said to me about I was like wow that's that's a really awful thing to say but exactly like what you said I just smiled through it and I was like and I had that reaction I just go and I was like in shock and then um yeah. Yeah. And so I think you can handle things like that. And it was a document that I created that I, you know, I'm not cre- a creative type. Um, you know that. And it's something that I'm like, not self-conscious about, but I just know it's not my strength. So I know that it's like, it, it, I think it looks great, but I don't know that this is not my genius. So it might actually look like shit. So when you put something together and you present it to a, somebody, especially a CEO and se- get feedback like that, I was like, wow, okay. Well, you know, like, Keep it moving. So, okay. I, I don't, I didn't think about it again. Do you think that this person is just a negative individual? Yeah. Oh, a thousand percent. Like this, this person is, it, it was in the first three seconds of the conversation. Oh. So it was like, this person clearly had some issue and something that happened that had nothing to do with me. Like they oh, brought their negative true. energy into yeah. this call. And it's like, who can I, and, and that's a great, that's kind of the theme of what we're talking about. Yeah, like, right. you can have leadership that are just negative as fuck. And that's what that was is like, so um, somebody had introed me to them through, you know, business development, someone had introed me to them, because ultimately, this is the decision maker, the CEO. And it was like, in the first three seconds, the person came back who I'd coordinated the call with and apologized after I was like, Oh, my God, I'm, I'm so sorry. And 
um, kind of shared with me some insight about this individual, um, completely unsolicited insight, but uh-huh. they didn't even need to tell me that for me to know that one, this person's an asshole. I knew that. And two, like it had what you were feeling had nothing to do with me or this document because you could have given me feedback on the document and you know that you didn't love it, whatever. You could say things in a tactfully transparent way, but to say what this individual said the way yeah. they said it is like the exact opposite of what we're talking about with how you give feedback. You know, like that's that's neg- you're being negative in the way that you're giving feedback. There's a positive way to spin, you know, spin things. And so, mm-hmm. yeah, I think that's an example of like that. I probably would never want to work for a CEO like that, because if that's how that person within the first I'm not even kidding you, it was like the first minute of the call. That's the first thing they said. Yeah, like that's that's not a vibe. That's not a fit for me. And I probably would be miserable if I had to work for someone like that day. In yeah, day. well, thank, thank God when it comes to clients, it's like we have choices, right? So when people don't have choices, I guess let's get let's reel this back into our negativity advice here. Uh, but with coworkers, how are we? What, what other advice can we give listeners? Um, I think like one of the, the the tips that we have is to seek advice yourself. Like if you're not comfortable having that conversation with a negative individual, seek advice yourself. Like go tell your boss and go ask them how they think you should handle it, or maybe ask them for intervention on handling it. I think if you which I understand, like if it's your coworker, if it's your peer that you have to deal with all the time, like not everybody is comfortable giving them feedback because they don't want to have to work in a toxic environment and deal with kind of the repercussions that may come with that. But also you have to just kind of know it may happen anyway with your manager saying something to them. So I kind of look at it as like, this is a protect your peace moment. You know, what's more important, your mental health, your peace or them venting and bitching you know what i mean and and whatever if they distance themselves from you in the workplace i promise you it's probably going to be better off for you just like it was for me you know it was actually a positive thing that they distanced themselves from me that we like it was good because my days were positive again like i could start the day however i was feeling not based on someone else's emotions so i definitely think you know practicing protecting your peace and self-care so you know you need to engage in activities outside of work. So if even if you're having a negative day, if you deal with a negative client, if you don't go do whatever makes you happy, if it's going to exercise, if it's going for a walk, if it's taking your kids somewhere, I think it's really important to be able to like turn it around for yourself too. You know, like I had a negative day because like that just happened to be the other day. And I was like, I had a, my, nobody would ever know in my household that that happened because I had to turn it around. Like I can't let that bleed into my anything else. It's yeah. a fleeting moment in my life. And so, um, you know, if that person had come back and said, hey, we actually we want to work with you guys, I would question I would have had the conversation with you. And we'd probably question if we wanted to work with someone like that, because that negativity in your space all the time. So I think it's really important to, like, focus on protecting your peace and um, stay focused on your own goals and your priorities. And how does interacting with this individual affect your goals, your priorities, your job? Is it necessary to interact with them if it is? then that's where you really have to figure out a solution. And I would always recommend, even before going to a um, you know a, a manager or higher up, I would try to have a conversation with the individual myself directly because I feel like that always is received better than going over someone's head. Pick a situation. When you go over someone's head, yeah, it doesn't go well. It doesn't go well. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but there's plenty of people that will cower in situations like this. Um, I definitely know that there's some times where I'm like, God, like I'll see someone on my calendar that I have had plenty of negative experiences with. And I'm like, ah, you know, and I, I'll dread it. And then I'm in a mood and then I'm in whenever you're in a mood, you're not, you know, on your A game because you're being triggered. 
And so, yeah, there'll be some time I'm like, what am I supposed to say in this person? But now it's like, I try to just close it down and like interrupt, which by the way, is very rude. So I hate interrupting yeah. people. But so like it was causing me to go against my own like integrity and how I vibe and, you know, stuff like that. And I wasn't being like during that hour, I wasn't my best self and it would, and then I would yeah. get angry. It was like this cycle, well, a vicious cycle. Totally. And so I'm thinking about it like from a Cheryl perspective, right? Cheryl being your coach, because yeah. we, we could use you and Cheryl as an example. So like, say you were this person, like the situation that you just described, say that was you and Cheryl. And you're like, Cheryl's dreading the call with you, whatever. I think it's something good that could be done is having that person start the call. Tell me three positive things. Yeah. Like three Love. positive things that happened this week, three positive things that happened this day, but like forcing them to go from what you know is their in inherently a negative attitude mentality. If they're just a negative person, force them into a positive space. Come to the call prepared to tell me three positive things that happened to you this week. And do it in every single call. And it's just like, okay, that I feel like that has to kind of shift the vibes to, okay, we're starting our, with positive and then maybe close with positive. Okay, tell me yeah. two positive things you learned from this conversation at the end of it and maybe close the call that way. But I think you have to, if it's one of those things where you've got to listen to it, like you've got to, you're, not my situation where it's a choice, but you've got to listen to it. I think how yeah. can you incorporate some positivity and get them thinking more positively leading into the call? That I love. And I hope people are not thinking like, oh, well, it's not my job for them to be positive. But think of it like this. One, you can lead at every single level. So helping someone is actually helping yourself even more. Anytime you can, yeah. you have an opportunity to teach someone something, which is teaching them positivity, it's only going to make yourself more positive and more strong. So I definitely recommend don't look at it as this isn't my job. Like I, it's not my job to lift somebody up. It's not my job to put a smile on their face. Actually, like if you really want to think about it, it's got to help you. So always do it. Yeah. I love that yeah. advice. That was great. Yeah. Ooh. Well, I'm glad you like it. Um. Okay. Well, I think that segues nice. That should have been my broke to boss tip, but that segues nice into yeah, damn it. Boss tip. Yeah. But it's, um. so remember that you cannot control or change others, but you can control your own reactions and responses. So it's essential to find a balance between addressing negativity and maintaining your own well-being. So find a balance between addressing negativity and maintaining your own well-being. Boom. Mm -hmm. I love Mic I drop. love that. And I actually love you. I feel like you did two birth to boss tips because what I love and what I write down a lot is you can only control what you can control. You cannot control sure. other people's behavior. And yep. you should never let anyone, you know, affect your ability to do your job. So Amen. Shut it down. Hell are you. Preach. <laughs> yep. Nice. Oh my gosh. I love this. So thank you for staying with us for a little bit longer. Uh, we are going to continue to do stuff like that because sometimes we just got really good shit to say. And you know what? We love we love the feedback, love the comments on YouTube and all the reviews, of course. So thanks so much. See you next Tuesday. Thanks, y'all.